0: This is The Starcoat Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 238.
1: We've got to reprogram our minds. As soon as we feed story, that blame, shame, you know, all of that, then we can't change what we're dealing with. So we get out of story and we're like, do not feed the story. I promise you that's, that's like, that's the no man land. You're going nowhere. Come back into, this is the weirdest thing. All I'm asking you to do, you can tell your mind. I just want you to witness, just witness hang out in this space, and witness what you're feeling.
0: Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the show. Awesome to have you here. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, Executive and Mentor Coach. And as we walk this journey together, using the Star Coach Show to help us gain perspective and insights around the field of coaching, around building our businesses, building our skills, showing up in organizations, all the things that hopefully help further you in your coaching journey, one of the things that's exciting for me is how many different perspectives we get by the different guests that join us on the show. So last week, we visited with Chester Santos, US Memory Champion, who helped us use memory strengthening techniques so that we can use this noggin that we have in a way to engage with clients and build our business and build our relationships. And in that, you know, that is one perspective or one skill set to explore. And today, we're kind of shifting in a completely different direction and looking at how we can consider The aspect of soul alignment to help our clients tap into their greatest potential. My guest today is Sarah Luce. Sarah is a transformational coach who for 20 years has been helping women in leadership roles learn to make soul aligned choices. And you might be thinking, well, what the heck is a soul aligned choice? And that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. The elements of what that looks like, as well as how tapping into that allows us, if the lens is turned inward and we're thinking about our own soul alignment, or if we're looking at our clients, how making the decision to be soul aligned can help us prosper in every area of our life. Now, Sarah, teaches us how to access greatest potential through her unique approach, Atomic Zen, which is a combination of mindset, spiritual, and practical shifts to achieve courageous clarity and inner calm. We're actually going to focus on three C's of soul alignment today, and that's going to help us understand how Sarah who you can just tell this is her heartfelt work, her passion just comes shining through the interview as she now feels called to train those with a desire to positively impact the world. She comes from a background of a successful high-level marketing and advertising executive for Fortune 500 companies. She's been across the country working in both New York City and Los Angeles, and has been a host of two shows on Transformation Talk Radio and a featured guest of Hay House Radio. She's an author. She's this transformational coach. She does so many things so well and just shares and shares in this interview. So I'm so excited to introduce you to Sarah Luce. And let's go to our interview now. To the Star Coach Show. It is wonderful to see you today. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks. Absolutely. We had a talk, what, maybe two weeks ago now? And it was so energetic and so much fun that I was like, let's get you onto the show and explore some of these really important things that you do and things that we want our listeners to be thinking about um, so that we can be more whole in our Mm -hmm. connection with others. So we're going to talk about soul alignment. How important is that? Mm. And um, just as, as we think about even stepping into this space around this subject, what kind of, how do you want to set the stage for this? Wow. That's, that's a
1: big playing field. Hmm. Okay. What I'd love to say straight out of the gate, is from my perspective, our world right now needs more people focused on soul alignment. Because we have been coming from a place for so very long, that is all in our heads, egocentric, etc. And what I love about my work is that I'm getting people to look past their stories and past their conditioning and past all the roles they take and discover like something inside of them that is always so incredibly brilliant and usually hiding that will light them up, energize them and want them to be a real change maker, like doing something seriously positive in this world. And I just feel like right now, boy, do we need those more than ever? More oh,
0: hundred percent in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. And and so we're going to go over sort of three elements of soul alignment. Um, they happen to all begin with C's. So the three C's of soul alignment and um, where do, what is that first C and what's involved in that? Yeah, the first C is calm. And,
1: you know, as coaches, hopefully we've learned that we meet a client in the now and we see where they are emotionally before we start our work, right? But I wanted to say this too, Meg, because I was recognizing, we have a lot of people coming into coaching now from other modalities. Mm-hmm. And so for, for instance, I'm a perfect example, I came in from corporate world via then into healing, then into coaching. And you may not, Learn this. So it's super important to any of the listeners out there that maybe don't have the traditional coaching training experience so much. Mm -hmm. We meet them in the now and the sea of calm means that we have to ensure before we try to have any progress with them, any movement of what do you want to achieve? What do you want to avoid? What are we here to accomplish today? That they are self-regulated. So the calm is all of these techniques that we work with to get their emotions that are intense and negative out of the way first before we try to do anything. And what I found, at least with my clients, is seven out of 10, they come in, they're so excited to see me, and they've looked forward to the session And it's like they sit down in the seat and I look them in the eyes and because I'm holding the space and I'm just loving on them and maybe they've gone an entire week without being loved on and seen and heard in the way that we we create, right? Yes. All of a sudden these emotions bubble up. They're like to the top and they'll start crying or they'll be, oh my gosh, I don't even know where this is coming from. All of a sudden I'm you know, and there's some intense emotion. So we have to, as great coaches, we recognize I'm meeting them in the now, and I'm going to deal with whatever needs to happen to get them back to calm because only from calm can any real progress happen. So for me, that looks Mm -hmm. like, um, I work with a lot of modalities. Um, I do a lot of energy work. So I'm working with, um, a lot of things on grounding. I'm doing a lot of breath work. I'm doing havening. I'm running the midline. I'm doing somatic stuff. And sometimes I'm doing... tools that people are like, I don't even know what you just did, but you know, because it's energy things like, um, Donna Eden is someone I love and adore. And she teaches about the meridians and stuff. So there's some techniques that you can just say, like, for example, like hold your third eye and your belly button with an index finger. And then like, it just calms you. It's just, (laughs) um, fixing their polarity. Like there's certain things that you can do movements, whatever that takes. It's about getting them back to calm And it's possible that you could be in a session with a client and that's all you do. Right. And it's amazing to me because I've met many coaches who are like, but we got to get past that. We got to get past that. Like we got to, it's like, cause they have their agenda of I need to know that they're leaving the session,
0: taking their action step. And it's like, maybe not. Right. Because maybe what they needed was alignment. Maybe what they needed was calm and you holding that space for them to be vulnerable, for them to have those feelings bubble up because it's the only time that whole week that they've been the center of positive attention exactly. and and engaged. So who's to say that them walking away from that session with that alignment does not bring just as many, if not more rewards than coming up with an action plan. Exactly.
1: I actually think, I'm right now in my practice focused so much on that one step alone. I literally pulled back and went, hang on with everything that's happened in our world with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. People need these skills. And I'm starting to look at how do we teach these skills? Because it's. Beyond the coaching session, this stuff is important. And if we can teach people how to self-regulate, their life can change. If we can teach Mm -hmm. kids how to self-regulate, they grow up being more balanced and empowered individuals and so on and so on and so on. So to me, yeah, that's like so exceptionally powerful. And then if so beyond the coaching is the teaching, like, You got that. You've had that experience. Do you understand that you actually can do that on your own, empowering them, like reminding them, could you practice this during the week? So when you get triggered, when you're in the office and, you know, everything's blowing up, when you're back at home and you've had an exhausting day and now you're with your kids and your family, just do that. And then you're mirroring to them, to anybody you're around, Mm -hmm. that this is what I do. To get back to. And then it goes into the second C, which is clarity.
0: Good. So before we leave calm, okay, I'm wondering if there's any, you gave one resource. Are there any other resources for that, that um, you have used or tap into in using the techniques and in doing the kinds of things that you do to bring the client back to calm?
1: Okay. So my absolute favorite one is a breath technique where it's breath and visualization. And that's really about having them, you, they, ha- they close their eyes. Most of the work I do with my clients eyes are closed because I'm all about inner world, like shut the outside world out. We're going in. Okay. Cause everything that's out here is happening because of what's happening inside. So we close our eyes and I ask them to just really feel in their body what is this that you're feeling? Is it anger? Is it fear? Is it, and they label it right. Right. And they label it. And then really important, they have to calibrate it. So on a scale of one to 10, how intense is this emotion? And 10 being it's so extreme. Oh my gosh. It's like, I'm coming out of my skin. One being not so much, not so much at all. Mm -hmm. That calibration changed my coaching practice because we, it's the weirdest thing, our minds. We don't see our progress. We see our downfall. We don't see our progress. Right. We can see ourselves sliding backwards. But so as a coach, it's super important so that they leave the session going like it started at a 10 in intensity, and that through this practice, we got them down to a two or three. And they're like, oh, so you're like, great, do you see? So And so they're in, they're in eyes closed. You're getting them to say no story, absolutely no story, because we've got to reprogram our minds. As soon as we feed story that blame, shame, you know, all of that, then we can't change what we're dealing with. So we get out of story and we're like, do not feed the story. I promise you that's, that's like, that's the no man land. You're going nowhere. Come back into, this is the weirdest thing. All I'm asking you to do, you can tell your mind. I just want you to witness just witness, hang out in this space and witness what you're feeling. What color is it? Does it have a shape? Where is it in your body? Does it have a smell? Does it look like, remind you of anything? If you can go to metaphor, oh, because the mind loves to think in metaphor. Right. But what we're teaching them is to actually know what a feeling feels like in their body. So that because, I mean, I, could, I don't want to get too off track, but we're teaching them that when they're feeling, Really angry, instead of saying, I'm so angry at you because you blah, blah, blah."
0: all external. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. All external. It's
1: like you could take a deep breath and go, Oh, look at that. I'm feeling angry. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I feel anger right now. Look at that. Because we know that if we can get them in their body, feeling their feelings, identifying their feelings, now we've got something to work with. And any feeling felt and seen and witnessed, like, it, it can dissipate. It just dissolves in a, I don't know, like 10, 12 seconds, if it's done well, and we breathe into it and we breathe into it and we send it love. I'm, I'm all about love and light. Right. So I send it love and light. And I'm just like, I see you, I see you, what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: it's beautiful because you can also go from there to say, what do you have to tell me? So a lot of the women that I'm working with, you know, they're dealing with so much anxiety right now And when they do this practice, they Mm -hmm. just start sobbing. When they get from, you know, 10 to a three or four, they just start crying. And I'm like, what's going on right now? And they get this beautiful wisdom that I call their soul speak. It's really the truth of what's real. And it's saying beautiful things like you're driving yourself too hard, love, slow down, love, you've got this love, don't push. You know, you get these messages, right. and I'm sitting there right. like chills
0: going, Ooh, oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. And they need
1: to hear it from their soul level versus me or
0: you or another person.
1: Right. Kind of so right. much more when they hear it from the inside, right?
0: Well, and isn't yeah. that exactly the premise of us partnering with our clients is not to tell yeah. them or to sit in the expert space. It's exactly. to draw that from within. So that is beautiful. Thank you for taking time to go through one of those techniques because it's so powerful it gave me goosebumps and really leads nicely into how from that space, they're then able to move into potential clarity. Yeah. So tell us about that. So
1: clarity really comes when you have, I, I use the phrase, move that bus. It's just fun. I also like to play a little bit with my clients because the stuff that we work with can feel really intense. So I try to bring in a little playful energy. I just happen to know that it shifts the energy faster. So it's about moving the bus, like being able to take whatever is the block and just get it out of the way. So we get to the truth. So just as I was speaking about that technique for for calm and getting them to, I'm all about setting the stage so they hear their inner wisdom. That's soul alignment.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And not from their head, not from their head. Like mind, body, spirit, your spiritual center. We don't do enough about like, what is that? I mean, that's deep wisdom, right? So... Clarity comes from doing some technique leading into the place of, I I am inviting you to hear your inner wisdom. What's the truth? What's the truth of what's happening right now? And it's holding the space in a way that so much love, I always say there's zero judgment here. Don't filter what's happening, what's real. And I do a lot of work on, having them go into their heart space because that's where I feel like the soul resides Mm -hmm. my experience anyway. And so I have them again, eyes closed. We do a, um, a method of there's a light globe in your heart and there's a dimmer switch on the wall. I want you to lift the switch, lift it up so you can beam it out. And we just practice for a couple of minutes what it feels like to beam that love out of your heart, beam it out, let it fill the room around you. And then I actually do the whole, like, I'm beaming love to you. Can you beam love back to me? And we play a little bit with, and that's called sending love. It's one of my, the most powerful things we can use as human beings. You can send love in front of you. You can send love to a meeting. You can send love to your kids and they're far away. Husbands, partners, whatever, just Mm -hmm. in love. And so they practice that so that they have that energetic feeling of their chest expanding and being something like it's. It's incredible to experience. And then you just come back into that space and sit quietly and say, what do you want to share with me today? What's the truth of this situation? What's the truth? And, you know, I do a few things. There are people who, if they've lived in their heads, executives, people like that, they really, um, intellectuals, they live in their heads so much that I tease them about their balance. Like, again, we have to be a little playful. Right. Right. And that, you know, like if you think about how long you're in your head that you literally like you're tipping forward (laughs) energetically, So, like to get back into alignment, it's like get out of your head and lean back and literally like project your heart a little forward, lean your head back and feel this place in your heart and just allow that to be and what's showing up and it, it might take them longer candidly and they may not get it the first two, three, four times.
0: Do you ever get resistance? Like, Oh, I don't want to do that touchy feely stuff, or I don't want to. Yeah.
1: hundred percent.
0: But that, yeah. and that
1: goes into, you know, hopefully the clients that come to us are aligned with us, right. You know, and every once in a while i get when I don't really want to do that. So I just ask them very lovingly, like, so, this is my practice to get you to, and we're always reminding that we're the ones holding up the flag, you know, of like, remember mm-hmm. if this is where you want to go, remember, mm-hmm. you know, the, the placard of you said you want to accomplish blah, 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 this fantastic conscious relationship or this, you know, like the ability to really make an impact with my team at work or whatever. Is that really where you want to go? Do you trust me? And I'm, I'm frequently checking in. Do you trust me? And then they will be, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like then you're all that you did to this point to create that, you know, the Einstein quote, it's going to take a whole different practice or path. So do you trust me? Can you try again? And usually they agree. Mm -hmm. Usually they agree. As a matter of fact, they're the most fun to play with because they're like, wait, what just happened? You know, once you
0: exactly Right, right.
1: Um, but, and then, you know, if they don't want to, you know, and I've tried a few times, I, I literally politely say, I might not be the right person to work with them because these are the tools that are powerful in my toolkit and they're doing amazing things for my clients. You might want a coach that's more, I'm going to use the word cerebral or more, you know, and there, and we're.
0: And there's nothing wrong with that. Just, yeah,
1: yeah. Almost good. It's like Mm -hmm. finding, you know, you wouldn't you know, marry anybody. And it's a very intimate relationship coaching. Right. So you want to be paired with someone that's genuinely
0: like aligned with, with you. Values, yeah. you know, yeah. Aligned with it. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. So this is so you ask, you know, what's really the truth? What's the truth when you get them? We we breathe from the heart, we, we shared love from the heart. And that's when the client begins to settle into some clarity. Absolutely. Correct? Okay. Absolutely.
1: And then, so I start asking a series of questions first, like, what are you hearing? What are you getting? And I let them tell me. And of course I'm taking really clear notes mm-hmm. and I record my sessions. I always think that's super valuable. Not everybody does, but I give them notes from a session and the recording because you never know what kind of learner they are. Mm-hmm. And because I want this to mm-hmm. like, you know, they, it lasts. So I'm taking notes and then I'll feedback some of their language. Like, so you talked about that. You're understanding you're pushing yourself too hard. What happens when you push yourself too hard? And we just break that down. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't help it beg. I'm, I'm trained in healing energy modalities. Mm -hmm. So in my sessions, I'm going to trip into a little bit of teaching mode,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm going
1: to bring in some learning that I have of, we all are programmed to push, mm-hmm. and there's a difference, you know, that great book, Power Versus Force, mm-hmm. and wow, do things change when you realize, am I coming from a place of power? Or am I coming from a place of force? So I talk a lot about the dynamics in that, and are you really in your power? Or are you in force mode? And what happens? Could you see what's happening in your life? Where else in your life are you in force mode and what's happening there? Really? Mm-hmm. It's about then pulling back into who you are. Really? When, when, are you in your power mode? What does that look like? What does that feel like? What are the outcomes? And they start was beautiful is you know, you can take from a where in your life are you in clarity and showing up authentically you, soul aligned, love, how does that feel? And then we know that we, as great coaches, you can have them map that to another experience.
0: Right. So, so good. So we, we have brought them to a sea of calm, which has led them to clarity. And then what is the third C? I find this really important, especially for
1: women. It's courage. I think that there are so many women, my experience has been, they know what they need to do. They know what their heart's calling them to do. They are fired up about a mission that they're on. They have this, it's like a seed was planted years ago that they're here to make an impact in this world. I see it a lot more now and the the seed has grown. I mean, it's like sprouting up through their chest now and it's like, I got to show up. And something invariably makes them feel like I'm not worthy. Who am I to think that I could? I see it more in women because men are wired. I love that um, there's a Brene Brown thing when she was talking about in all of her research, you know, that the men will be like they they overestimate their skill set and women underestimate their skill set. So for women, it's this we really need help in this area and the most, I think, of getting into a place of courage that you can take that action. I see that a lot. So for courage, a lot of it is mapping where they were already courageous, where some other time in their life they were really courageous. How did it feel? Because I'm a coach about energy, I really get them feeling the feeling of when they were courageous, feeling it, holding it, sitting with it, what is, you know,
0: like... Well, and that's what makes it so much more transferable, too. I mean, if we can really anchor into that other experience, then it becomes like, oh, I see how that can serve me now. But if we just sort of touch on it and move, that's not really serving that experience for them. Exactly. And I do want to touch on this. It's so important. Yes.
1: There is this plethora I see of people in self-development, spiritual development, all of these arenas who there? I mean, there's so many books out there you can read and there's so many courses you can buy. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: And they skim it like, oh, okay, I got this. And it's not about hearing about it. It's not about reading about it. Like this doesn't work. The work doesn't work until you've worked the work. What I mean by that is the experience of it. Like you feel it in your body. And then that embodiment is a game changer. So I'm all about embodiment. And so I do all of these things. Like the courage has to come from feeling it, not thinking about it, Right, feeling it, right? And if they don't have a place in their life where they were courageous, then they got to pick somebody that they really admire and I'm going to make them walk around pretending they're that person. You can't admire somebody that you don't already have the skill like that, those right. same values. You know how that works? The, the white shadow, whatever. And they walk around in that person's skin for a week till we come back and talk again. Like, so how was it to be Meg for this week? You know, and mm-hmm. what did you do and how did, that, did they do And I'm like, well, then I surprise them. Well, you just actually did play courage. how to it feel? And then mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, you know, So you got to have them feeling, and then there's, you know, power moves. Um, There, there are lots of like modality things that you can work with. You know, Tony Robbins, I did all of his mastery programs and, you know, walked on fire and did some crazy stuff back when I was younger, you know, but you had your power move. It's like something that really ramps the energy in your body to be like, I'm in this place of, I can conquer, you know, and it matters because from there, then you're like, Oh, and then and then I have to go to you know the the 54321 you've got speed of implementation matters like I've got this feeling do something do it now do it now go while you're while you're, you're rev ready. while you're ready yeah yeah, yeah. Ready.
0: exactly engine's running go yeah don't don't go home and let that engine die down to a hum uh go while you are ready to go that's so yeah. powerful what else about courage, if if anything? Um, I don't know if this triggers anything for you, but a note that I wrote when we were in our exploratory session was you wanting to point out the difference between fear and nervousness.
1: Oh, I love that you went there. Thank you, thank you. Yes, great reminder. I'm playing a lot right now myself and asking my clients to play with this. I don't believe. I think that our reptilian brain is outdated and now when we feel fear it used to be fear meant danger 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 right and now when we feel fear i'm asking us to just check in and see if it's not just nervousness i mean is there re- like check is there fire is right. there you know bus you- at me is there something life threatening mm-hmm. right 9.9999 continuous 99% of the time it's not danger anymore it's nervousness mm-hmm. so that you stop and go, Oh, wait. So what's happening is this, what I'm labeling fear. Oh, wait, hang on. Maybe what it actually is, is me getting a signal that I'm being pushed out of my comfort zone. And we're like, I don't, you know, our minds don't want us to go out of our comfort zone. Right. right. So it's like, Whoa, I can't do that. Whoa. But that's exactly what you need to do because everything we want is beyond our comfort zone or we'd already have it. I think that's a Tony Robbins quote too. Can't help throwing them in there, but I know have learned the hard way everything and for my clients. So it's about, I I really encourage everyone, whatever you're feeling that feels like fear, check it and see if it's not actually something that I'm asking you to lean into because you want that exact change to happen in your life. And that sensory thing
0: is just remap it, remap it. Oh, so good. So good. Anything else about courage before uh, we learn a little bit more about your path? Mm. You know, I think for the most part,
1: it's that we, especially as women, need to recognize that we don't need to ask for a place anymore. We don't we shouldn't be asking. Abby Wambach, I love her. Um, uh, Wolfpack book and her speech about it. And I realized that women are waiting to be invited. To it be in, right. Stop, mm-hmm. stop that. Just could we say there's one chair at the table? Okay. I'm going to pull in three because I got two sisters with me and we've got things to do here. Stop waiting to be invited make the space, step into the courage. That's the last thing I would leave. Like,
0: Oh, and that's powerful. Like that. yeah, yeah, really powerful. So normally I start the interview and all you listeners who are here with us each week know that I start the interview with the person's journey. But we decided that we were going to start with the soul alignment to really give you that experience and and explore that with you. And then Sarah wanted to um, share, and that was Sarah's choice. She said, really, let me start with soul alignment, and then I'll share a little bit about my path. And I think it's so important that we share our paths because we all come into coaching from different uh, modalities and different life experiences. And we have different experiences along the way. So you mentioned during the interview that you started with healing work or that, that you've done healing work along the way as well. And, and now you're in coaching, but share a little bit what, what's Sarah's path? Okay. So I
1: started out in corporate marketing, like high-level corporate marketing in New York City, and then to Los Angeles. My last corporate gig, I headed marketing worldwide for a technology company. I had no life. I had a daughter who was one year old, and I was usually in Europe and in boardrooms or on a plane, and no one thought my husband actually had a wife, and I was miserable. And from the outside world, that looked amazing. And I was dying from the inside. And so I started getting the signals around that point of like, this isn't success, not my definition anyway. And, you know, there's a very long story in between the next transition, but I'll just suffice to say that I had a really interesting, I was fired from that job. The um, person that they were trying to take the company public and the person was Swiss that owned it and realized that he didn't really like the direction the Americans were taking his company, his baby. And so all of us were let go. I had never been fired. It was my entire identity. That's who I thought Sarah was. And it opened me, thank heavens, to getting support, interpersonal support. So I it led me down this path of getting a therapist, then ultimately getting a coach, then ultimately doing Tony Robbins. Then, and I got an appetite and what I kept being told by everyone was, you're a healer. Do you not know that? And it scared me. I'll be honest. I was like, I don't want to be one of those woo woo people. And, uh, <laughs> And, but at the same time, something inside me went like, whoa, this is, this might really be true. It was an anchor that wouldn't leave. Mm. So I started exploring and realized that I was remembering all of that. And it's a passion I have. And I'm, you know, we have to be willing. I think it was women, we get too humble and we have to be willing. A men would frankly just say, I'm great at this. So <laughs> I'm trying really hard to learn to say, I'm really good at this, Mac. And it's a gift and it helps so many people. And, but for so long, I was embarrassed by it because I'd been corporate. And how do you go from right to left, black to white? You know, it's like, whoa, what just happened? So it put me on a journey of how do I show up and have people actually recognize me? And, and many times they did not hmm. And, you know, it, it honestly, it, it, me finding me, Sarah aligned, took a lot. It took a self journey of my own that was painful and hard and beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. I learned that the worst times are our best times. Um, yeah, the, I, it, it meant I had to leave my marriage because that wasn't aligned anymore. It meant lots of things. And it has given me all of that has given me the most important insights that I can share with other women who are going through the motions and not deeply happy inside.
0: Wow. Thank you for, for being willing to share that. And, and I wonder if through that journey, in addition to all the great information you've already shared, if there's any other lessons that were learned or wisdom that you want to impart to the audience about Learning along the way, maybe learning who you really are, who you really align with anything else um, as as we kind of uh, draw close close to the end of the interview but but at the same time I want to get all the wisdom I can from you. okay, awesome. I think what one of the most valuable lessons
1: I learned is that I'm not meant to coach everybody I'm not meant to work with everybody and I think that that's really a big lesson for us coaches to learn, you know, when we start out, we're trying to find our niche and we're trying to figure out like, who's my ideal client. And um, you're so nervous about like casting the net wide enough that you get enough people to come in and you're making the money and like, it's proving that I'm good at this. You know, we, that's where we go with that. And, you know, I, yeah, there are clients that just aren't right for us. And to have, I think it's a conscious thing that you can say, this person isn't aligned with me. Mm -hmm. And I know five more coaches that would be perfect. And to have that, I'm, I'm all about, there's no lack. And I come from a world of, especially with women, we need to stop competing. And I love nothing more than to be able to say, oh my gosh, I know this coach, she's fabulous. And she's perfect for you. Because if I'm hearing you correctly, what you want is X, Y, Z. That's not my specialty. And she's going to help you get it. I know it. Let me introduce you. And I personally introduce them and connect them. And I talk about why they're wonderful. Both people
0: right, right.
1: work. And it's just to be willing to say, this is who I am authentically and how I work and what you're looking for. I'm not going to be able to serve that in the right way and trust that that's going to open the door for five or 10 people who are the right client to find me.
0: I believe so. Oh, I believe that 100%. Um, Back when I was a therapist, uh, many times I would get exploratory calls from a a potential patient or client and I would listen and then say, you know what, I'm going to connect you to X, Y, and Z. And some of the, the other women in the office would say, Meg, you spend more time sending clients to other people. But I know when I was talking with them that that would be... That was not in alignment with what i was doing as a therapist it was it would drain me to have them on my calendar and that it was serving them best to link them up with a therapist who specialized in whatever it was that they were looking for yes i was a therapist for over 20 years yes i could treat many many things and luckily i was at the place to be able to say I'm not the therapist for you, but let me hook you up with somebody. And then I've been able to carry that into my coaching practice.
1: Absolutely. And then because you're not being drained because you're out of alignment, you show up with so much more love and great energy to be the supportive and the right alignment with the person you're setting across from. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, so good. Um, Being able to explore this with you and, um, I want to thank you for your willingness to share techniques and um, the, the concepts that we all really need to be thinking about so that we can show up ourselves in alignment and bring that gift forward to our clients. Sarah, it has been a joy to spend time with you. How, will, how can people connect with you if they want to learn more about you?
1: I, uh, my website is, um, Instagram is Sarah Luce 77. I, I,
0: I'm just searching. And we will have all the links in our show notes for Sarah, but Sarah, um, thanks again. Such a joy to spend time with you. It was a pleasure, Mac. Thanks for having me. I want to thank Sarah Luce again for sharing her years of experience in working with clients towards transformation and alignment. With all of us, if you'd like to know more about Sarah, go to the show notes at starcoachshow.com slash 238, starcoachshow.com slash 238. And in the show notes, you'll see links to be able to connect with Sarah. Also, if you haven't spent any time at the Star Coach website, StarCoachShow.com, please do so. Explore the different shows that we've had around skill development, business building, leadership, and access the different resources there. I'd love to have you visit the site. Now, next week we're changing direction again. I am welcoming Henry Doss to the show. He describes his approach as Coach approach strategic advisor is what he calls himself. So, a little bit between advisor and coach. He received his training at Coachville and has been working with entrepreneurs towards their business building. And we talk about what's unique about working with entrepreneurs. We also talk about the coaching that he provided free to entrepreneurs when. The COVID crisis first hit, and it's super interesting how he sort of triaged that. So, join us next week as I visit with Henry Doss around entrepreneurial coaching. And if you're enjoying the show, consider leaving a rate and review uh, wherever you listen. Every platform has its own rate and reviews, and I would appreciate one. That's what helps people notice the show. Until next week. This is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a fantastic week.